0: This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by agentyoutube.com. Would you like more leads that find you instead of you finding them? Let the YouTube agents show you how. The YouTube agents started making videos with no sphere of influence. This year, they're on pace to close more than 100 sales all from leads generated on YouTube. They put a step-by-step video program to show you exactly what to do and what not to do to become a YouTube real estate superstar. Visit agentyoutube.com to learn more and sign up today. That's agentyoutube.com, and now onto the show. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly episode with Carrie McCormick called the Monday Market Minute. Now, for those of you uh, new to the show, I haven't yet listened to a Monday Market Minute, Carrie is one of the very top producing realtors in all of Chicagoland. Uh, she's been doing this over 20 years. And when I say top producing, there's about 44,000 real estate agents in Chicagoland. Carrie is like literally in the top 15 uh, pretty much at all times. So in the top 1% of 1%. Um, if you want to see an amazing Instagram account for that a real estate agent has, Carrie's is, is incredible. Please follow her, which is at Carrie McCormick Real Estate and also visit her website, which is Carrie, uh, sorry, Carrie McCormick, R She is with App Properties here in Chicago. Carrie, welcome once again to the show.
1: Thank you. And I'm smiling today because the sun is shining here in Chicago and I'm in my office. So everyone gets kind of a sneak peek of a little bit of what you can see in my office.
0: So you're no longer at home. You're, you're at the office.
1: I'm at the office and I could not be happier. I love it here.
0: Yeah, I am at home today, so this is very unusual for me. I've been able to go to the office uh, every day, which is just nice for me to get out of the house. So I know you are you are super busy. In fact, Carrie's like squeezing this in between uh, showings. That's how busy. Tell us what's going on in, in the market here.
1: That's another reason I'm smiling is I love to be busy. I love what I do, and I love putting deals together. Today, I've written four offers. And I've gotten multiple offers on my listing, so I'm juggling a lot. Um, but you know, this show is important to me, and you know, talking to the audience is important. So of course, I'm happy to be here to discuss the market. So right now, it's busy, right? And the one thing I wanted to talk about, which has been very common, and that I feel that's created this busy market, is outdoor space, right? Everyone's been cooped up in their homes since March and everyone now understands the importance of your space that you're in and your outdoor space. Um, Chicago balconies have become terraces, your patios, your yards have become so important now and people are going out and seeking that. So that's spurring this this great uh, market movement right now. And I wanted to share, a little bit of history of Chicago and balconies, because it's home of some of the most amazing architects and buildings here. And the one thing that I did not know is, everyone knows that there was the Great Chicago Fire, right? And that was in 1851. And since that fire, Chicago changed their fire codes that required all condos or apartment buildings to have two exits. So that's kind of what spurred that code, because now we go into some homes today and a lot of buyers will say, you know, what's this door to? And it's like a second egress or a second stairway. And why? And this this is kind of part of history. It was because of the great Chicago fire that they changed their fire codes. Um, And way back then, again, that was, you know, 1871. But, you know, back then people would use those uh, fire escapes or those those rear exits for hanging their laundry out, to go out there and talk to their neighbor, to go socialize. They really used that outdoor space to be part of their lives. And then came the invention of air conditioning, the invention of TVs and people decided, Hey, I'm not going to go outside to my outdoor space. I'm going to go sit in front of the TV. So they, you know, being inside then more often they turned, from wanting to be outside to wanting to be inside to take advantage of, it, of the TVs, right? Sure. So then in the mid-2000s, there was a big push. A lot of the then or now architects, you know, said, okay, Mise Fandro, you did well back then and with your, you know. S- simple,
0: yeah, simple bl- blocky design. Yeah.
1: Who knows? It's, um, it's 860 and 880 Lakeshore Drive, you know. Yeah. You know, buildings and Lake Point towers, but mm. then now the architects are like, No, we're going to take advantage. We're going to put balconies on buildings. We're going to build terraces. And during that time, we saw homes that had terraces or balconies had a 5% premium on their prices. So architects and builders were like, Hmm, okay, now we can get a premium for our outdoor space. Let's start down that trend. So You know, I just kind of find that interesting in history how we went from, you know, not caring about outdoor space to now, um, you know, having that outdoor space. And this pandemic, as awful as it is, right, to the world, there's a few things that have changed. And I think people are, you know, the the socialization that we we want to be next to, you know, our, our friends and our family and be close to people meaning, you know, our relationships with them. But again, more importantly, is the space of where we live. So it's been Chicago market has, has been like this in the last week. My perspective, Um, people value their homes more than ever right now.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Um, There's, I know my girlfriend and I were talking about if we were to move in together and we were talking about the importance of an outdoor space and we both had it on our must lists and we both had it uh we both have been been in other places that haven't had it and for us it's it's definitely um you know something that that we we put on the must side because we're not especially now it it, you know i've always i've always had a balcony here at the micro place um but i didn't use it as much as i do now now that i'm sort of limited in where i can go so you're right it's becoming a lot more important and Properties who have that probably are, are selling at a premium. I'm guessing right now.
1: Absolutely. Another question that I've gotten a lot is, and there's a lot of articles that have been written about it, is this big move from the city to the suburbs. Right. We are seeing a big push to the suburbs, and I think, again, this is my opinion. I think there's a, a bunch of people who want to move to the suburbs, but just hadn't made that move yet. They're just now right out of the city. But because of this, it spurred that. It's accelerated their decision to move to the suburbs. So, you know, it's not like they said, "Oh, I can't be in the city anymore. I need to be in the suburbs." It's you know they were planning on going anyways. This was just kind of a push, you know, to to the suburbs. And I'll tell you, the suburban market has been struggling for the last couple of years. This is a well-deserved moment for them, you know, to get some of their inventory starting starting to move too.
0: And also. And for, for those agents listening who might be here in Chicago who focus mostly on the city and maybe don't have a great knowledge of the suburbs, not, and maybe if you have a client that is making that transition um, from the city to, to a more rural uh, environment, then if you feel like you don't want to take care of that lead, this is a great time to build a relationship with a realtor in that area who specializes, and you can hand it off, um, and, and they're you know, likely to even maybe do a better job than you could if you focus mostly in, that, in a different area.
1: And that's actually a good point is I have, um, I grew up in the North, uh, North shore. So I know that area very well. It's very easy for me to, um, take my buyers up there. And, um, I've been focusing a lot on the Western suburbs too, but there are some areas. Um, Naperville don't know Naperville very well. Right. Right. Naperville. I'm sure it's a lovely city, but it's just, it's out of my wheelhouse. And I think you're right. It's, um, it's forming those relationships with other brokers and you, know, you learn a little bit about those communities and have those relationships, so very important.
0: Well, I'm gonna share my marketing minute of the week, which is a very simple one. It's just a really going back to basics. And since we've all been in this uh, confined environment, which is thankfully starting to relax a bit and hopefully we'll continue to relax until we're able to, to go, uh, sort of go out and, and, and live our lives as we used to. Um, now's a great opportunity to get your database in order. And so a lot of times uh, agents will ask, uh, they'll write to our show and they'll say, hey, that's great. I know I'm supposed to stay in touch with my sphere of influence, but I'm not always sure what to talk about. And I, and, and I believe that it, maybe you don't always have to talk about real estate, but what you can always find to, to talk about is if you are following your clients, your, your sphere of influence, your contact list on social media, you can follow what they're doing and comment on the things they're doing. So to me, that's a great opportunity to go now uh, online and try to friend everybody uh, on LinkedIn that is in your sphere of influence and also Facebook and Instagram, right? Go ahead and, and make those connections and then every day scan the feeds, see what your, your clients, what your friends, uh, you know, and, and your sphere of influence is up to and you can make comments on those posts, right? Even if you're not necessarily reaching out by telephone or texting, which you can do as well, um, but the other cool thing is LinkedIn, you can see when people's work anniversaries are. You can see when they start a new job, when their birthdays are. It's all right there in the feed. And if you just scan that every day, you'll have a lot of great information about your, your contact list to be able to reach out, say, hey, I saw you just celebrated five years at XYZ company. That's awesome. Keep up the great work or, or you started a new job or whatever. These are all opportunities to reach out and connect. Um, and now since uh, obviously, uh, Carrie, you're, I know you're super busy, but for anyone who isn't as busy, great opportunity to, to get those, uh, social media connections going so that you can constantly be reaching out and commenting and reacting to what your clients are up to.
1: That is a great tip. And I do that with LinkedIn and just for everyone to know there's, um, on the top bar, I'm doing this off of memory, but it says notifications. I think it looks like a little bell mm-hmm. and that every day. It does. It'll say, here's yep. That have birthdays. Here's the 20 people that have started a new job, and it really does make it simple. I think all of these platforms have easy ways to do this. It's you know finding a system that works good for you and being diligent about it.
0: Awesome. Well, that's my tip, Carrie. Thank you once again uh, for being on the show. Carrie's been with us since the very beginning um, when we had virtually no listeners, so we appreciate. Uh, every month she comes on talks about what's going on here locally in Chicago and also gives great tips for our listeners. But for anyone who's listening, who might be a buyer, a seller, a renter, an investor, um, who might want to work with you, Carrie, directly, um, what's the best way they should reach out to you?
1: Yep. Always call me 312-961-4612. Text, call, or email Carrie at atproperties.com.
0: Yeah, and that's Carrie at, at, at properties, at properties.com. Also, please follow her on Instagram. That's Carrie McCormick Real Estate. Uh, and also, please view her website. This is a great example of a realtor website done right. In my opinion, it's a fantastic site. Uh, it's a great inspiration for people who are, are looking to see how should I showcase my talents as, as an agent? I think this website does it just beautifully. Carrie um, McCormick, Uh Carrie, on behalf of the listeners, I know you have to run to another showing, which is so incredibly great. Um, so I'm going to let you go, but we say thank you and we will see you once again next month. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.